I like to say hello and welcome you. Good day, that is my name. Come here and sit down. I'm so glad you even really truly came. in the same place for this whole episode instead of what i usually do which is oh and just drift yeah well at least we only have one mouth to point at this episode yeah that that got a little weird i i realized way too close to doing it that we were gonna have two micro like i was like oh yeah brandon will bring a third and then i realized your little thing only has yeah eventually i'm gonna upgrade to the point where i have the ability to have like Two, one or two guests, but yeah. I don't. I'm, I'm not made of money, Dave. I know. Um, but yeah, so I guess we start the show. Okay. Hello, and welcome back to the Cast Party Podcast. I am Brennan. I'm Dave. And this is a freewheeling pop culture show, and we're back all alone without your son, Jack. Oh, uh, yeah. It's actually, like, I love Jack. But it's a little liberating. Mm-hmm. Get to talk about things for more than two minutes at a time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, or 30 seconds at a time. Yeah. Um, we miss you, Jack. How are you doing? Anyway. Jack, are you being good? Good. (laughs) This is like a Dora the Explorer call and response type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's probably, if we're listening to this, he's probably sitting in the back seat. I know. Hi, Dave. Hi, Jack. (laughs) Hi, Brennan. I mean, you're there too, but whatever. Okay, so Dave. Yes. Um, in the week since we recorded our last episode, yeah. a very major cinematic event has occurred. Yes. Were you there? Did you see it? Uh, Were you in the theater for The Greatest Showman? I did not. I haven't seen it yet. It opened yesterday morning. Uh-huh. I went to see it. Okay. It was pretty fun. <laughs> was it? The, oh, the plot is mashed potatoes. It's so boring. Well, but I mean, I mean, the plot is one of those plots where you're like, it's one sentence. This guy wants to do a thing and then he does it. Yeah, it's not that hard. Uh-huh. There's not really that much drama in it. It's um, a character piece. Oh, no, it's not at all. Which is... <laughs> oh, I mean, because it, it's technically a biopic of P.T. Barnum, right. as played mm-hmm. by Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. Um, and it totally ignores the fact that P.T. Barnum was an awful, exploitative man who abused people and animals and all that stuff. But, like, circus, yay! Yeah, and um, even circuses aren't even yay anymore. Like, we're like, mm, I don't know about the animals. Yeah, exactly. And... <laughs> It's basically, it It seems like 10% aware that the like oddities, like the people that he is trying to like mm-hmm. show them, you can come out of the shadows and explore your dreams even though you have like a beard or whatever. Yeah. Um, he's, yeah, men with beards. That's, that's Oh, I know. It's disgusting. <laughs> Freaks of nature. <laughs> um, but basically, it's like 10% aware that he is exploiting these people, but it's mm-hmm. mainly like, he's like, I just want to bring happiness to the world. And it's like, no, you don't. You're just trying to make money. Yeah. Uh, anyway, doesn't matter. the The musical sequences, though, mm-hmm. are spectacular. Great, like the choreography is wonderful. Oh, and there's some really crazy stuff going on. It's mm-hmm. like it's like Moulin Rouge if Moulin Rouge uh, took a downer, so it wasn't quite spilling oh, over God, the top. Yeah, okay, so like better. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. No, not, <laughs> not better. It's not better than Moulin Rouge. But like... Well, I don't know how I feel about Moulin Rouge, so I don't... No, see, the thing is, I've always loved Baz Luhrmann's energy, but it's so much. Yeah, I, I don't... And The Greatest Showman is very full, and there's mm-hmm. a lot happening, but it's not too much. 
Mm-hmm. And there's this beautiful sequence where they're on a rooftop and there's like 8,000 s- sheets drying on these laundry lines because they have a bunch of beds, I guess, and they're yeah. all bare because the sheets are there drying all the time. Yeah. At yeah, all yeah. times. Well, that's how laundry lines work. You're always drying your sheets. Oh, yeah. Always. 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hugh Jackman and his wife, Michelle Williams, are dancing on the roof, dream- mm-hmm. talking about their dreams or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he lifts up Michelle Williams' dance double. And she, like, basically her back arcs in the air, so her feet, like, go up into the air, like, at a 45-degree angle uh-huh. away from, like, him in the ground. Okay. And it's beautiful. And all the sheets, like, flow, like, in yeah. symmetry with her, like, up to that angle. And it's beautiful. That's amazing. It's so cool. Like, yeah. the choreography is beautiful and everything else. What a else. picture you just painted. I tried. Um, <laughs> it was so fun. Anyways, did you see Star Wars? Is I know. I no, okay. I, it's our tradition. We watch it the day after okay, Christmas, yeah. so that's probably when we're going to see it. Well, we won't talk about that then. Mm-hmm. And normally at this time of year, I really don't have time for Star Wars, but uh, thanks, frivolity. Am- yeah, well, thanks, Amazon. I'm like, I'm done. What? With my Christmas shopping. Oh, okay, great. And I didn't, I went to one store. What store? Big lots across the street. I okay, just so you got I, some uh, American Pie spinoff DVDs. Yeah, 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 things like that. No, I just uh, shopping has become so easy. Oh which yeah, I'm a bad person because I'm not supporting local businesses. But what local businesses like Target? No, yeah, that's the thing is I. It's not like I went to little mom and pop shops. There's not a lot of mom and pop shops shops in uh, Orange County anyway. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> it's just big big box stores anyway. So. I guess I could have gone to some of the antique stores in the circle. Who wants those, though? Like, who am I going to buy antiques for? You could have gotten a record at that record store that closes at three or whatever, <laughs> and they don't let you have water. Yeah. <laughs> and if you try to, if you bring out your phone, they're like, no pictures. Wow. It's very much like that, uh, the prison in uh, Arrested Development with yes. no touching. No touching. They're like, you can't take pictures of these old ass records <laughs> that aren't going to sell. Uh, they had a, they had the soundtrack to Swamp Thing last time I was there. That's cool. And I was like, I'm aware of that movie. Yeah. I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> um, anyway, what we are here to talk about today is the Golden Globe nominations, just because we couldn't be super current, because this is kind of like we're recording a week in advance, because we're mm-hmm. not going to be around like the week after Christmas to record when we normally would have. Yeah. Um, so this is going to come out on like New Year's Day, yes? Maybe? If you release it on a Monday. Is it? Well, the one... Is it? Okay. I guess uh, so. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy 20 whatever it's going to be. I can't remember. 2018. Thank you. We're both wearing diapers because <laughs> of baby New Year. I don't um, get it. We've got those... You know, it's baby New Year. He's got that diaper. That mm. was a weird way to say that. <laughs> He's got that diaper. <laughs> um, I don't know. New Year's Day has never held an allure for me. New Year's Eve... I'm sort of into, I like, uh, I like looking back over the year mm-hmm. and listing my top favorite things of all of the things. Yeah, that is a great way to do it. I don't think I like the way most people do New Year's, which is get drunk until midnight and then get drunk after midnight. Uh, Yeah, or like get super dressed up and be really stressed out about going to some party and oh, we got to make it. I I'm all about like it would be cool if I had like a group of friends at my house and we were watching a movie and that's had what, some champagne or something. Yeah, Sergio and I watch movies on New Year's. That's kind of our tradition. That's mm-hmm. our tradition for most holidays, but whatever. Yeah. We're poor. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's your tradition for every night of the week also. That's true. You watch I, movies nonstop. 
I just um, I have an app called Letterboxd where I log all the movies that I watch, mm-hmm. and I just went pro on the app, which means I gave them like twenty bucks. Oh. Um, but that means I get stats for like all the movies I've watched yeah. throughout the years or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at my stats for 2016, and it's really frightening mm-hmm. how many movies I watched. Yeah, like it breaks down which weeks during the year you watch the most. Wow, and I love numbers and yeah. I love movies. This is really ideal for me, yeah. but. It sounds like some low-level autism right now. Yeah, a little bit. Anyway. Well, last burgery. <laughs> so, no, but I watched 251 movies that year. And one, two weeks out of that year, I watched nine movies in that week. Wow. But I feel like that, and it also tells you what your first film of the year was and your last film of the mm. year. I feel like I screwed up somewhere along the line because I mm. began the year with the Sex and the City movie. Mm. And I ended the year with... On New Year's Eve, I don't remember that this happened, but we watched God's Not Dead, of that course. that evangelical Christian movie, <sighs> hmm. with Kevin Sorbo. What's happening? Oh, you man. just keep like putting nonsense together in this. <laughs> you're like, on Christmas Eve, I watched no, this on movie. New Year's on Eve. New Year's Eve, I watched this movie. Christmas makes more sense about this thing. With this person and all, it was like Mad Libs. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, it, we saw the trailer and we're like, that looks terrible. And it was, but it was but more you boring watched the whole thing. We did watch the whole thing. That's fun. Uh, you know our Bad Movies podcast? Uh-huh. I was just recently reminded of some of the bad movies I saw. And I was like, man, I should have thought about that more. Like when I was trying to think of bad movies, the way I was reminded of them, it was um, the that podcast about bad movies. How did this get made? Uh huh. And I was like, oh, I've seen so many of the movies that they've, uh, the bad 90s action movies. Oh, those, yeah. Those were like my specialty for a while, was the bad 90s. Because that was the thing, is they just kept putting big movie stars in big budget movies and they were awful. Uh huh. Um, and they were talking about virtuosity. And I was like, oh, man, yeah. that's one I missed. That is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. That was terrible. And I remember going into it, they were like, this guy, Russell Crowe. He's going to be a movie star. Watch out for him. And I came out going, <laughs> I don't think so. And I feel like there was something in the back of my mind that was always like, why don't I believe in Russell Crowe? It's virtuosity. That's why. It was that movie. <laughs> that it's just, awful. That was the, the crack in his armor. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Anyway. I've never seen it. Oh. Sounds, sounds delightful. Yeah, I can't remember the plot because it's so nonsense-y. Mm. Like, oh. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Speaking of bad movies, mm-hmm. during my 11.55 a.m. screening of The Greatest Showman yesterday. <laughs> okay. I, it was before work. This so. says a lot about your life, Brennan. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> that was opening day, too, and they, they did not screen it at 7 p.m. or 9 p.m. like a normal movie yeah. the day before. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't screen it for critics, which was unfair. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, what do you mean? They didn't screen it for critics before it came out. Or they? Why is that not fair? To the critics or to the movie? No, it's just that the movie isn't bad enough to warrant like the studio trying to hide it from the world. Yeah, um, I just I feel like everybody's so savvy now that when a movie when they hide it from the critics, it always makes it worse. Yeah, like because then all the critics go, "Well, it's gonna be bad, so don't go see." It. Like, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. so um, before the movie, mm-hmm. there came a trailer. Yes, I was sitting there with Sergio, mm-hmm. and it was just over a black screen. Mm-hmm. The song starts playing. Yeah. It's I Have a Dream, mm-hmm. which is a song that's not super popular, mm-hmm. but it's an ABBA song. 
Oh. And it was the trailer for Mamma Mia 2. Here we go again. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they even started filming this movie. Right. I never believed it was going to happen. It's a real thing, Brennan. But there's real footage? Your life is going to change. I think they killed off Meryl Streep's character. <laughs> Interesting. Um, but anyway. Well, everybody always says Meryl Streep's the worst part of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, of course... The one thing I'm most excited for about that movie is, mm-hmm. well, two things. Cher. Yes. And the weird-ass ABBA songs are going to have to pull out of their hats for this one. Of course, mm-hmm. um, during the trailer, they just played Dancing Queen and Mamma Mia again because that's all they have. Yeah. Um, I, there, I was looking at the cast list, and there is mm-hmm. a character named Fernando. So they're definitely going to do that one. That's the ABBA song that I couldn't think of. Oh, yeah. That's the yep. other one that's that everybody the one. knows. So they're doing that one. End of list, I guess. It might be three songs. How does musical. Fernando even go? I've got like seven songs in my head right now. Then Did you all... hear the drums, Fernando? Mm. I'm a and I like this. In the firelight, Fernando. I don't love Fernando. Oh, I'm thinking I, I think I might not even know that song. The sound of drums and cannons almost made me cry. There was something in the air mm-hmm. that night. The stars are right. Fernando. Okay, that's the one I was thinking. Yeah. No, that's a, that's that's a that's a that's actually maybe an ABBA song I almost like. I love most ABBA songs and Fernando do. is fine. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we're making this podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um the trailer. Yes. Do you have you seen Mamma Mia, the first one? Or the show? Do you know anything about it? I I know that it's a show. Okay. And that it's all ABBA songs and that I don't want to see it. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> so basically it's this girl, it's her wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't know who her dad is, her mom's Meryl Street. Mm-hmm. She And her dad her dad's are Colin Firth. Yeah, yeah. Pierce Brosnan or and uh, Stellan Skarsgård. Stellan Skarsgård. The hottest man in the world. Yeah. Move over, Blake Shelton. <laughs> um, oh, good call. All right. Thank you. Um, so, yeah. No, yeah. Her her mom had sex with three dudes. Hey. Is that Keep it PG. Is that... That's how babies are made. Don't... No. The birds and Everyone bees. comes from... All right. Shit, wait. A stork. So, a stork came. <laughs> okay. Um, her mom had sex with three storks. <laughs> um... <laughs> And in a very short span of time, Jack earmuffs. Sorry, oh, I'm sorry. I don't. Don't I? worry about. Okay. Don't worry about it. He'll be fine. He'll freak out in the back seat, and it'll be funny. For okay, me. great. <laughs> okay, perfect. Hi, Jack. How's it going? <laughs> um, so, and then she doesn't know what who her father is, so she invites all three to the wedding, and hijinks ensue. So the sounds s- great. Second one, mm-hmm. her mom's friends show up, and they're all old now. Mm-hmm. Um, and she doesn't know which one of them is her mom's <laughs> mom, or her mom's what? I don't. No, 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 no. Um, she invites her mom's friends to the island mm-hmm. because she's pregnant, and she's like, "I don't." Know she how doesn't to deal know who the dad this. is. <laughs> no, 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 no. <sighs> and she's like, "How do I deal with this?" And I think Meryl Streep's dead because they're like, "Your mother was the bravest woman we knew." And I'm like, "Okay, okay." And Sergio was like, "No, she's in it. Look at all. There's all these clips of her in it." And I'm like, yeah. "Uh, can't you see those are all clips from the original Mamma Mia?" Come on, Sergio, <laughs> get it together. <laughs> And I was like, oh, wait, maybe I'm the only one who really... Maybe the only season. one who has memorized that movie shot for shot. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, God. Because they're just random clips of her laughing, too. <laughs> You're like, oh, I remember that. Yeah, like, I do. Oh, that's a different laugh scene. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that was from the uh, alternate takes? Yeah, that's scene 19.4. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh. so um, basically half of it seems to be a flashback to Lily James playing young Meryl Streep. And I'm like... 
is this movie just going to be about her having sex with three dudes and then they leave? Because wow. that could only be the plot. And I'm so confused by yeah. that. Who's Lily James? Uh, You saw Baby Driver, right? She was the I girl in not. that. Oh, no. I think she she played Cinderella in the new live action Cinderella <gasps> remake. Was she? Mm. She was in Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, which I'm sure you went out of your way to She watch. also, is it possible? I might be thinking of the wrong person, though. She's British. Lily James. She is from Downton Abbey. Is she? I don't know. I said that before I pulled her up all the way. Okay. I lied. She is not from Downton Abbey. Ah! Oh, sorry. I yelled. I'm sorry. Oh, what happened? I, I hit the wrong button on my phone. Oh, okay. I was oh. like, she's not. No, she is. She is. She, she is. was. Yep. Okay, cool. Yes. Um, anyway, so that's going to be a disaster, and I'm so ready. And Cher gets the Guardians of the Galaxy treatment. Like, you know, because in the uh, Avengers Infinity War trailer, the mm-hmm. very end after the title, Thor's like, who the hell are you guys? Mm, yeah. And then the Guardians are like, hey, Cher gets that treatment. After the title shows up, the last 15 seconds, a helicopter flies in, and she's mm-hmm. like, hey, everyone, I'm Cher. Mm-hmm. I'm at the party. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to get any impressions this soon. I know. I just I was, was really feeling good. it. I'm vibing. Hi, I'm Cher. <laughs> I just noticed when you were talking about Cher earlier that because I've always seen her name and heard her name, C-H-E-R, uh-huh. that her name is, like, audio-wise, it's S-H-A-R-E. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. I'm like, oh, her name is Cher. Like, you should share more. I never put those two things together. And maybe that was on purpose. Maybe. maybe. I, don't I don't know. I don't know if she has a real name or what oh, it is. God. I just assumed her name was Cher. Anyway, she gets the Guardian's treatment as she deserves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what were we talking about? Golden Globes. Golden Globes. (laughs) We didn't even get to the first nomination. No, you you just went off about trailers. The yeah, Mama you Mia went to too. see the the greatest movie of all time, and yeah, the, <laughs> if you if anyone follows me on Twitter, and I don't think anybody does, I've been making some pretty great Greatest Showman tweets, so watch mm-hmm. out for that. Um, I, I said <laughs> the Greatest Show was inside him the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I actually like yeah, that movie was dumb, but the production numbers are glorious, and you yes. should go check it out. Okay. Um, Can't wait. Not gonna happen. Just if you like, if you like glitzy musical if numbers, I like spending money that I. But no, whatever. I'll see it when it's on my television for free. Nominations for best motion picture drama. Okay. This is gonna be the most fun category of them all. I'm okay. gonna skip some of them. Oh. Um. But this one's the most important. Okay. Because it's drama. Okay, drama. Call me by your name. That's the gay one. Mm, I know which one that is now. Yes. Dunkirk. Yes. Do you saw that? No. No, okay. I don't see movies. Yeah, I no, I know. But people keep telling me, like, oh, Dunkirk's really good. And I'm like, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. I'll watch it when it's on my TV for free. Yeah, I'm probably never going to watch it unless... I still haven't watched his um, wormhole movie. What was that? Interstellar? Oh, yeah, I never saw that either. Yeah. Why would it's I want It's free to? on my TV, and I still... I'm like, oh, all anybody said... The first review I heard of it from someone I knew, we walked up, and they had just seen the movie. We were like, oh, we just saw... Whatever the name of that is again. Interstellar. Interstellar. And we were like, how was it? It was long. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Great. What a what a dazzling review. Yeah, and then um, The Post, which is that Metal Streep, Tom Hanks, Panama Papers movie. <sighs> or Pentagon Papers. I keep mixing those yeah. two up. Steven Spielberg taking a break before Ready Player One, I guess. Mm-hmm. If this movie is the reason Meryl Streep is not in Mamma Mia 2, <laughs> so oh help me God. Oh, my. 
Yeah. Um, then The Shape of Water, which is a new Guillermo del Toro movie. Mm-hmm. And Jack's favorite movie, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah. His, yeah. Jack wrote that movie. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's boring. But best motion picture, musical, or comedy. Mm-hmm. The Disaster Artist. Womp womp. Uh, that movie was lame. I'm okay. sorry. It had a good impression, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And people were like, he transformed cinema. And it's like, no, he didn't. Yeah, I don't I don't really know. Of course, that movie, you know it's getting released nationwide. The Room's getting released theatrically. Yeah. That's crazy. And I might go see it, but I just watched it recently. And it's yeah. like, I get it. I'm not, I don't want to go see that with strangers. I'm not that no. kind of person. And I have too much naked. Tummy oh yeah, that's over, true. But for me, and I've seen it at a midnight screening, which is like you mm-hmm. know authentic and that's raw what it's supposed and real. to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, Get Out was nominated officially as comedy, which like fine, I'll take it. Okay, because um, a comedian wrote it. Yeah, there's a there's a comic there's, relief character. Yeah, there's funny moments, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I Tanya, the Tanya Harding movie that we keep talking about. Mm-hmm. And now it's here, Lady Bird, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. Do you know about Lady Bird? I Greta do. Gerwig. I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. And drumroll, please. Yes. The Greatest Showman. Oh, the we Greatest did it. Showman is nominated. We did it, Brennan. <laughs> High five. <laughs> um, it's way not to gonna go win. You. Uh, what? I said way to go, Hugh. Oh yeah. It's very hard to say his name. Hug Hugh. Hug. Like at the end of another word. Look, I'm just glad he did a musical that's in his range. Oh, good. That shows off what he can do, because Les Miserables is not a song and dance musical, no. so to speak. No. Um, he made some weird choices in that yeah. movie. Oh, the choreography is so good, though. It's okay, so athletic good. Oh, good. and kinetic and weird, and mm-hmm. part of it seemed kind of like the thriller video, but that's some of the best choreography ever, so like, yeah. cool. Wait, question. Who directed The Greatest Showman? Oh, no one. <laughs> Oh. Oh, no. It's the movie that directed itself. <laughs> yes, it did. Um, no, some guy named... Uh, Brandon Klein. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> then I would have all tens of dollars. Yeah. I, I'm i waiting for the box office receipts, but they're not here yet because it's so soon. But I'm mm. very curious to see how it plays because... We'll see. It did cost $84 million. <laughs> Um, yeah, the director is some Aussie guy named Michael Gracie. He was like a visual effects guy for 20 years. So they okay. were like, I assume the reason the movie got so much money was threefold. Mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman. Yep. Uh, Pasek and Paul, who wrote the music. Dear Evan Hansen. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. La La Land. Oh, yeah. And I assume La La Land was the reason they were like, oh, musicals are doing cool now. Yeah. So. Musicals are doing cool? Yeah. You know, as people say. <laughs> I don't even. Was that English? Doesn't matter. Nope. Um, <laughs> anyway, best director is boring. It's mostly the directors of all the top drama movies. Wait, wait, wait. Can I hold on? Okay. I know Spielberg's in there. Yes. Uh, the person whoever directed Call Me by My Name. Actually, no. Luca Whoa. Guadagnino was not nominated because I. It's because only... his name was too hard to say. I think so. Yeah. Or spell. Yes. I'm guessing there's. Either a GN in there or a is there a GN? I think there's like two or three GNs yeah. in there. Wow. Italian? Yeah, he's Italian. Yeah. Italiano. Yep, that's that's how you say <laughs> it. <laughs> um Guillermo del Toro, uh-huh. the three billboards guy, Christopher Nolan, yep. and uh, Ridley Scott for all the money in the world. Mm-hmm. Um are you aware of this movie? Yeah, it's, it's about that... Getty, right? 
Yeah, it's a, well, J. Paul Getty is a character in it. I don't think he's the main character. He's the one that refuses to pay the money. Yeah, but I don't think he's like. It's mainly about like Michelle Williams going off to like right, which is or his whatever. daughter. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess. You've done your research, so have I. I was Who just at care? the Getty Museum. Look recently. Um, the trailers for that movie are like the most buzzed about movie of the year. And yeah. It's like you can't claim that. No, and it's because Kevin in the Spacey... same year that Star Wars is coming. Okay, out. yeah, no, but also <laughs> it's because Kevin Spacey originally was playing J. Paul Getty. Oh, after the scandal, they replaced him with Christopher Plummer. Oh, who was the Ridley Scott's original choice anyway? Okay, he just couldn't film it at the time they were filming. They're it. only like fifty years apart in age, so that's cool. Yeah, weird. But so they they reshot all of Kevin Spacey's scenes in like the month before release because they did not change that date. And mm-hmm. Ridley Scott was like, "You're not ridding me of my Oscar potential." Yeah. How about so, uh, how about when you get a little nugget of information like that, and then a tweet that you read makes sense, and you're like, "No, oh, that was clever." Oh yeah, because someone just, all the time. Someone made a joke yesterday about replacing T.J. Miller in Ready Player One because he's in some sort of scandal now. Oh, great. With Christopher Plummer? Yeah, they were like, they should replace him with Christopher Plummer. And I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> no, that that's that movie. Okay. And now that's I why it's the it. most buzzed about movie of the year. And it's mm-hmm. like, uh, maybe you shouldn't brag about that, but yeah. okay. Anyway, there I do not lay claim to this joke, but there was a podcast I listened to that said he was nominated for fastest directing because he like replaced all that in a month. Yeah. So they were like, hey, look at you. Yeah. Um... What else? Do you want to know about actresses in motion picture dramas? I don't. Just go off. Okay. Uh, Jessica Chastain in Molly's Game, which mm-hmm. is that uh, Aaron Sorkin, his directorial debut. Okay. By all accounts, it's fine. And everybody thinks she's Bryce Dow- Dallas Howard anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That movie does not look very good. Mm. Um, Sally Hawkins in The Shape of Water. Mm-hmm. Frances McDormand in Three Billboards. Uh, Meryl Streep in the post because she has to be nominated for whatever she does. Yes. She was nominated for Mamma Mia, I'm pretty sure. Oh, by the Golden Globes? Yes. For something. She and got nominated one year for sneezing. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> and Michelle Williams in All the Money in the World. Mm, yay. Oh, Sally Hawkins you mentioned. I love Sally Hawkins. Oh, yeah. She's great. She's great in Paddington. Yes. we. Yeah. <laughs> Paddington 2 you're very excited about. I, I saw am. the trailer. It does look cute. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, best performance by an actress in a musical or comedy, Judy Dench in Victoria and Abdul. Of which, course, everybody, you know, the most buzzed about movie of the year. <laughs> you know, oh god, that's the most Oscar Beatty's stupid looking movie. My favorite thing about the Golden Globes is half of the movies that are nominated haven't come out yet. Oh yeah, it's so irritating. So you're like, what is this? How? What is this movie? And it's like, it'll come out in January. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, no, all right. Victoria and Abdul actually has been out for like oh, months. Okay. Because nobody cared. Why would any? Yeah. Why? Ugh. Helen Mirren for the Leisure Seeker, which I've literally never heard of. The Leisure Suit. What's leisure Seeker. Mm. I think it should be called the Leisure Suit. It should. I would watch Helen Mirren in a Leisure <laughs> Suit. <laughs> just Helen Mirren hanging out for an entire movie in Leisure <laughs> yeah. Suit. Yeah, just on the couch, <laughs> uh, just talking about her life. Be better that than would half be so the movies good. that you just named. Anyway. Yeah, Margot Robbie and I Tanya, mm-hmm. Saoirse Ronan and Lady Bird. Uh, and Emma Stone for Battle of the Sexes, mm-hmm. which is that uh, a tennis movie. She plays so, Billie Jean King. So I saw a trailer finally for I, Tonya. Okay. And I think it might be good because of the way it's being shot. It looks really fun. Uh-huh. Like that it's 
pretty like I thought it was going to be one of those really heavy-handed. The only problem I have it with it at all is is just the casting. It she's just so not Tanya Harding. Uh-huh. So, whatever. It's fine. You got to you got to cast a pretty girl, but she's but they like try to ugly her up, but she's so perfect looking uh-huh. that it's, it just uh... yeah. Apparently she's good though. Yeah, so I'm sure like, she's great. She's great in, in everything I've seen her, and she's great. She was even good in Suicide Squad. As oh as yeah, that movie was absolutely. And she had to play off Jared Leto. <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, so best performance by an actress in a supporting role in any motion picture, which is funny, mm-hmm. just because it's not divided by drama or comedy. Right. I guess just any movie, anything, any movie ever. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. It's like all right, uh, Vivian Lee. <laughs> Um, Home movies included. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Emma Stone was really good playing the piano in third grade. Remember that um, girl that walked by in the background and made that weird face while we were filming the dolphins at the aquarium? <laughs> she was really she got an award. I think she should best supporting actress. That was walking. such a brave role, <laughs> lady walking by and looking at our camera. Funny. Um, but yeah, so that's Mary J. Blige from Mudbound, which no one is talking about. Mm-hmm. Um. What is it? I don't know. It's said in the past, and it's about bad things happening to black people, I think. Oh. I don't super know, but it's about black-white race <sighs> relations in like the 50s, and mm-hmm. it's like, nah, I'm good. Um, <laughs> Hong Chow from Downsizing. Um, are you aware of Downsizing? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's the tiny Matt Damon movie. Yeah. Um, It looks like it could have been funny, but I just feel like it's not, probably. Mm-hmm. But also, the weird thing in the trailer, it seems like it turns into him being a white savior for tiny Asian people, and that makes no sense to me. Mm. I'm like, how did this become that? Yeah, Those I are two know. different movies. Um, and both of them not great. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Alice and Janney as I, Tanya's mom. I just keep thinking of I, Robot. Um, Can we go back to Mary J. Blige for a second? Yes. So <laughs> did you have anything to say? About I do. I do. I'm trying to formulate it. Here's my issue. African-Americans are underrepresented on film, right? Yes. And then whenever, whenever there is a movie where it, there is the potential for a lot of African-American actors to get work, they throw in like common who's a rapper yeah, and Mary J. Blige, who's an R and B artist. Like there's actors out there. You don't have to put, somebody that's not an actor in there and then you know maybe she's good i don't know but like it would be cool if i don't know uh, whatever yeah I mean, well, also my favorite thing is what it's a it's another example of like here's a here's here's an american movie about american stuff but uh, one of the leads is australian wait who the um J- uh, jason clark he's one of those people that's in a bunch of stuff he was. He just was showed he? up out of nowhere, and he's Australian. And you're like, "Who is this guy? And why is he in everything?" Well, I feel was, like was he, he in might... the new Terminator movie? Genesis? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And and he was in the Great Gatsby. Oh. Yeah. He just keeps showing up, and and he's always like, it's just a guy that's there, but he's in everything. Uh huh. And he's Australian, and he's always playing an American. And you're oh, like, always. And in every situation, it's like, he could have been Australian. They could have just. I mean, other than Great Gatsby. Whatever. Go ahead. No, no, but actually, what you were saying about um, like all mo- like predominantly African American casts, like there mm-hmm. are so few movies like that. Yeah, and that's why like movies like Tyler Perry movies get like such a high caliber of actor sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like 
Angela Bassett. Yeah. I feel like Idris Elba's been in some. Mm-hmm. Like Maya Angelou was in a Tyler Perry movie. She's not like an actress, but right. like really yeah, prominent people. And like, I'm so excited for the cast of Black Panther. Mm-hmm. It has such a good cast. Yep. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because like mm-hmm. people don't let them be in movies. So they, mm-hmm. they just have to do what they can to like be actors. Yes. But also Black Panther is so big and so cool. Mm-hmm. And the uh, cinematographer is a woman on Black Panther. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, anyway, I got distracted. Um, yeah. Lori Metcalf for Lady Bird. She was very good in mm-hmm. Lady Bird. She's a great actress. I mean, they're finally giving her the nomination she deserved from Scream 2. Um, Boo. <laughs> that's how I know her. Not from Roseanne. No, I never watched Roseanne. Of I was a baby. Not. Yeah. Look, she. I, you know, she's. A, I think she's a founding member of Steppenwolf Theater in Chicago. So the she's band got, Steppenwolf. I finished. I said more words after Steppenwolf. Of the Wolf. villain you, Steppenwolf from Justice League, <laughs> the basketball player Stephen Curry. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was good jokes. Jack was just not vibing with me. <laughs> no, he was. So many things are going over his head. Uh, no. Steppenwolf Theater in Chicago is a very important kind of no, I I am aware groundbreaking <laughs> theater started by Gary Sinise and John Malkovich and Laurie Metcalf. Laurie Laurie Metcalf was in the company. John Mahoney from Frasier. Anyway, lots of really cool actors. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, and Octavia Spencer from The Shape of Water. Okay, and then ugh, actors in drama. Timothy Chalamet, Call Me by Your Name. Daniel Day Lewis for Who Cares. Oh, um, Tom Hanks for The Post. Gary Oldman as uh, Winston Churchill in The Darkest Hour. Mm-hmm. And Denzel Washington in Roman J. Israel Esquire, which that's a Meryl Streep nomination right there. They're like, we like you. Here, have a nomination. Who got nominated? Denzel Washington. Denzel. Oh, oh, oh. No, that's a that's a movie. That looks like a Denzel trying to win an Oscar. Really? Oh, because uh, it's very it's very ticky. He's like all all nerdy. Yeah, well, weird. yeah, and he's got like a crazy haircut, and he uh-huh. got he got rid of his fake teeth, so he has the gap back between his teeth. Oh, okay. People my age remember when he was a gap tooth dude when he was young. Oh. Yeah. And then I I love it when actors do that. Like, look at this character work. I'm getting rid of my veneers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really serious about this role. I want to have a gap tooth. Anyway, um, go Denzel. Yeah, I mean, good for him. Like a former just, student at a, or company member at ACT in San Francisco, another theater reference. Anyway, great, thanks. All our theater followers. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, mean, I'm sure they were drawn in by my greatest showman talk at the mm-hmm, beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, best actor in comedy, Steve Carell for Battle of the Sexes. That's getting a lot of play mm-hmm. in the Golden Globes, and no one talked about it. I heard I it was really good. I heard it was really yeah. good. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, that's another one that I'm like, when it's free, maybe I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. I don't need to watch a sports movie. Yeah, I don't need to watch a war movie. I don't mm-hmm. need to watch a sports movie. Come on, Brennan. I'm it's good. not a sports movie. It's about tennis. Oh, okay. Dunkirk is about tennis. <laughs> <laughs> Battle from the Sexes is not really about tennis. What's it about? Is it about? Do you know the the story? Well, no. It's Billie Jean King and Steve Carell, and they yeah, that's yes. He played Steve Carell. Funny enough, he's playing himself. Yeah, they did one one final tennis match before graduation. No, no, I know. It, he wanted to prove that he could be like he was like a stunt tennis guy. Mm-hmm. He wanted to prove that he was better than women, pretty mm-hmm. much. And 
And Billie Jean, he be- Billie Jean King beat him. Yeah, at tennis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. You can't argue that there's not tennis in the movie. I, I'm not saying there's not tennis. I'm just saying it's about more than tennis. It's not just like, oh, wow, what great tennis is being played. It's probably about a lot more than just the tennis match. Okay, Moneyball is not just about Moneyball. The no, America's pastime of Moneyball. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty much about baseball. Oh, okay. No. Ansel Elgort for Baby Driver, which is a weird one, but I like it. Okay. Because why I is it a weird one? It was like a hugely renowned yeah. movie, and he's the star. Yeah, but people does he not do much in it? People didn't respond to Ansel Elgort. I really liked him in it. I don't so respond I, to him just because of his name. Because <laughs> it sounds like a fairy tale character, <laughs> or someone saying somebody else's name backwards. That is true. Ansel <laughs> <laughs> Elgort. Um, let, let me see. His last his name backwards is Trogol Lesna. <laughs> makes just as much sense. <laughs> yeah, kind of does. <laughs> uh, James Franco for the Disaster Artist, uh-huh. which I think might win because it's just getting so yeah. much buzz, and the Golden Globes are drunk and they don't care. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hugh Jackman for the Greatest Showman. Oh my God, please. The greatest movie of the year. It's in the title. <laughs> and Daniel Kaluuya for Get Out. Um, he's the lead in that movie. Okay. Uh, the thing is, my favorite actors in Get Out, I mean, this is true of most times ever, but they're the side characters. Of course. No, Lakeith Stanfield was yep. in it. He's great. And Betty Gabriel as the maid is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but eh, no one's looking at them. Yeah. Um, uh, I, well, that's why the best supporting actor thing is always a weird category because it's always like, wait, how, how do you there's so many more supporting characters in a movie than stars so how are you no one ah, yeah. yeah it's impossible and it just usually means like we think this person's gonna be a star yeah basically speaking of oh okay you know what this is actually good um supporting actor in any motion picture clark gable <laughs> clark gable no Will, willem dafoe in the florida project mm. which i thought that movie was about him so whatever yeah that's weird um army hammer and call me by your name mm-hmm. richard jenkins in the shape of water do you know who that guy is yeah I who is him. he richard jenkins yeah uh he is one of those guys that's in everything uh, you've ever seen and you like him in everything uh-huh. but he's always kind of a side character yeah um and he was nominated for some movie years back, and he was really good. I remember when I said I was going to keep the mic in the same place. I wasn't. Oh, well, you lied. Um, Christopher Plummer for Fastest Acting in All the Money in the World. And uh, heterosexual icon Sam Rockwell was nominated for three billboards outside <sighs> Ebbing, Missouri. I'm feeling very attacked <laughs> attacked right now. That's how I want everyone to feel. Yeah. <laughs> um, Speaking of, he's going to be on SNL when it airs back in January or next. Is that Richard Richard Jenkins? Jenkins. Oh, okay. He's hot. (laughs) No. Just kidding. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure he seems nice. Uh, He was nominated. I think The Visitor is the movie he was nominated for. Oh. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it was The Shape of Water, but okay. No, no, no. I mean, back in the day. Ah. Ten years ago. Got to be more clear, Dave. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sam Rockwell is nominated, and he's going to be on SNL, presumably promoting that because he's got nothing else coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? All us straight men are excited, I guess. Yeah, because nobody else cares. I don't know why you would. I, I feel it. Never mind. No one knows who Sam Rockwell is. It's true. How dare you put it on straight men? But they know. <sighs> Whatever. Anyway, 
Best original song is a mystifying category to me. Mm-hmm. Well, because that's usually the bastion of crappy animated films getting nominated for stuff. Mm-hmm. But seriously, there's a song in Ferdinand mm. called Home. Mm-hmm. And also that the star movie about the animals farting on their way to see Jesus. Um, are you aware of this? I'm not. It's the story of the nativity as told by like the donkeys. Okay. And there's a song called The Star in the Star. Wow. Great. And apparently there's a song called Mighty River from Mudbound. <laughs> okay. This is like, fr- like there are good songs in movies this year. I'm like, I don't know how we are. But they have this. to be original. Yeah. What original songs have you heard in movies other than from The Greatest Showman? I mean, all of The Greatest Showman. Okay, so you're five d- this is five. just you protesting The Greatest Showman not having... It actually has one. Yeah, but you want it to be the whole category. Yeah, it's the lead song from that movie, This Is Me. Okay. Um, And then a song from Coco um, called Remember Me, which I think is the most boring song in that movie. (sighs) As always is. Mm. Always. Yeah. Like, except for, I mean, Let It Go is clearly the best song in Frozen. Mm -hmm. But, like, La La Land, the boring songs got nominated. Um, Yeah. Okay, so... Just like all the boring movies are the ones that get nominated for awards. I if know. they're boring, they have meaning. Yeah, but just like all the books you read in high school were boring books. Yeah, but the star d- does not fit this category. Like, th- they have so much room to do uh-huh. something fun, but it's either boring songs or crappy songs, and <laughs> it's never the good ones. They're m- songs with a lot of meaning, Brennan. Yeah, I mean, Remember Me is key to the theme of Coco, mm-hmm. but that's the one that was uh, not written by the Mexican man who co-wrote all the other music. That's the one that was co-written by the people who wrote Let It Go and the rest of the Frozen songs. Shocking. Yeah, it's like, ugh. Ugh. Golden Globe's so white. It's so true. Um, Best animated motion picture. Uh, mostly, I'll just skip around. Coco. Mm-hmm. Ferdinand, which mm-hmm. if that wins, that would be pretty weird. Mm-hmm. And The Boss Baby. Mm. I really liked The Boss Baby. We did too. Oh, you saw it? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. That movie was so imaginative mm-hmm. and fun. Yep. I'm, I'm excited. I still don't understand what was reality and what was in the kid's imagination. It was all in the kid's imagination, right? He's not. Oh, yeah. He was business. He was in an institution. Yeah. <laughs> it okay. was like a, they started a, a Boss Baby fight club. Yeah. It was weird. And, yeah. It, it was, was all in his head. It was a whole thing. Um, I'm skipping past like the foreign language one because that's all fancy movies you've never heard of. Uh, best TV series drama. Let's see if we've watched any of these. Mm. The Crown. Oh, oh, the hello. Okay, I couldn't hear me. Something happened. That's the, weird. <laughs> the Crown. Yes. Did you watch that? Uh, I haven't started it yet. I want to. Okay. I heard there's a second season. There is. I've heard it's the second one. I heard it's good. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I heard it's good. It's good. Yeah, okay. It's not your thing because no, no one is not. getting murdered brutally. Yeah, or singing songs. <laughs> or singing songs. <gasps> oh, my God, a horror musical. I mean, there are, there are a couple, mm. and they're great. Yeah. What, Little Shop of Horrors? That doesn't count. It does. He acts murders some people. Yeah, but it's not. Okay. Okay. It's not really a horror movie. Go ahead. Sweeney Todd. Oh, yeah, that one works. Yeah, whatever. Game of Thrones, um, The Handmaid's Tale, Stranger Things, and This Is Us. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um, and comedy series is Blackish, uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which I've heard is really good. My I parents have, just binged I, all of it. I want to I wanna watch that one. Wait, go back to the drama ones. You, like, went right through. Sorry, Game of Thrones. Boring. Yes, great. 
yeah perfect no. perfect series shut up no no not i'm boring. not saying game of thrones is boring i'm saying the fact that it's nominated is boring right because well, it's there every year right because because that's why tv awards make no sense because they're not a one year th- it's not a one yeah. thing <laughs> and again for the best show of this year also we're getting it's very stupid but yeah yeah okay. then the handmaid's tale okay which i did like i um, haven't watched it but i Kind of, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's intimidating me. I understand. Yeah. Um, Stranger Things. Yes. And this is us. Okay. So one of those is not like the others. Is one of them stranger than the others? No. One of those things is a network. Oh, a network sit- sitcom. A yeah. network show, and everything else is streaming or HBO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Oh boy. Okay. Um, comedy series, Blackish, um, The Marvelous and Mrs. Maisel, which you mm-hmm. talked about, Master of None on Netflix. Smilf on Showtime, which I heard was okay. good, but I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, and Will and Grace on NBC. Wow. That's amazing. Uh huh. Uh wait, it was blackish. Then what? The Marvelous, Marvelous thing, Mrs. Then Maisel. The thing. What was Master the of None. Master of None. I've watched all of it and enjoyed it, but barely laughed. Like yeah, it's, it, it's, it's very low key. It's very like interesting and inventive but at the same time like i don't know but i think i've talked about how i my aziz ansari thing is like what else does he do he does one thing <laughs> yeah uh oh sorry my my mic keeps cutting out i don't know what's going on mm. hello i'm just gonna hello? power through it okay i might be sweating onto like some conduit or something yeah that'd be weird um uh, do you want to know who's nominated for comedy TV do series? It, do it, actress do it, do it, do it. Pamela Adlon for Better Things. Yes, I don't know either of those things. She uh, is like uh, very connected to Louis C.K., so that's oh. weird now. But she like was on his show and okay. wrote his. I think played his wife on his first show. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, Rachel Brosnahan, who's the lead in the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Okay. Um, Issa Rae for Insecure, which is a show I did watch mm-hmm. and I like very much. I want to watch that too. Yeah, it's fun. It, that one's also it's kind of low key, mm-hmm. but it's a short seasons and they're fun and yeah, it's good. Um, Frankie Shaw for Smilf and Allison Brie in Glow, and I think she was incredible in Glow. It's another series I have to watch. Oh, I have, yeah, my list so is so long. Yeah, it's, it's so impossible. overwhelming. It's why I don't have cable anymore because I was experiencing anxiety. I would come home about on nights all the that, shows. Well, I would come home on nights that Jack wasn't here, and I would spend an hour flipping. Like, I'd be like, I could watch this show. I'd start to watch it, and be like, No, 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 this is too big. Okay, I'll just ah, uh, uh, and then I'd be like, Okay, what about Netflix? Okay, what about what about Amazon Prime? Oh God, what am I gonna do? And I would just end up with like, Oh, hey, okay, well, I just sat here for an hour, and now I don't have time to watch anything. So, <laughs> yeah, it's the story of modern living. But what I've realized is my random trivia knowledge has gone way down because all of my weird like ability to know everybody in every movie was because I would put the TV on and it'd be on something and then I would just watch that and then like what came on next and you know and now I yeah and that's have impossible to now choose things so you end up like oh I just watched 30 episodes of the office today but yeah that, <laughs> uh, it's so like I during some of my primo like getting ready to make my end of the year list time. Mm-hmm. I was watching a bunch of old 30 rock episodes. Yeah. Cause it feels like work. Yeah. And you're like, I just want to enjoy myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah. glow was really good. Yeah. I um, see it. 
Allison Brie has a moment in Glow mm-hmm. where she performs an entire half of a wrestling match solo. I've heard about this. Yeah, so she like is pretends to be like beaten up by this mm-hmm. invisible person, mm-hmm. and it's incredible. Mm-hmm. It's this bit of physical acting. I was like, how did you do that? Yeah, she got into such good shape. Oh yeah, and I've always had like a a, a distant cre- like I I always have thought like oh she's so cute. Um. And uh, part of it was like the difference in the character she was playing when she was on Mad Men and Community at the same time. Uh huh. And she's playing totally opposite people, and that I thought that was so great. And she's so pretty, and I was like, "Oh, look at this girl! She's so..." Huh. Uh, you like women th- with range, I guess. And then now she's on that show, and I'm like, oh, "Now I'm intimidated by you because you're all like in good shape." And now you're like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> she felt a little bit like a girl next door for a long time. Also, she's married to Dave Franco, which we talked about. And oh that's yeah. Weird. I root for them. Yeah. Um, let's see what else is going on. Boring, boring, boring. Everyone from Big Little Lies is nominated of for some ask acting situations. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, t- TV drama actors, boring. What category is Nicole Kidman nominated in? Um, Least movement in a face? <laughs> she was nominated for lead actress for mm-hmm. a limited series. Mm. Um, I haven't seen, what I, is it, Girls Trip? Girls Trip, yeah. I haven't seen that, but I heard uh, Jada Pinkett Smith may have a similar oh, really? I'd... facial thing happening where her face doesn't move. I didn't notice, Yeah, but I don't know. She's I was been just around too distracted long... by Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, she's been around a long time, and she is still looks the same. So, Oh, yeah. Mm, something's happening. Yeah, whatever. Go, f- go her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Nicole came in. I wouldn't argue that her face is the liability. I would argue that her accent is because mm. she, she just did not care. Mm. She just lets it slip. And there's a bunch of scenes with a therapist, and I'm like, were these scenes shot in Australia or something? Yeah, I because... always wonder about that when someone's accent is slipping in and out. Like, because they have people on set a lot of the times to help them with that. I'm sure she doesn't have that anymore because uh-huh. she's been doing it for so long. But like, I I wonder if it has to do with well, she's married to an Australian guy now, right? I thought she's married to that uh, gross-looking country guy. Yeah, he's Australian. Really? Yeah. Keith, Keith Urban. Urban? Yeah. He's Australian? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, country singing Australian. I mean, there's That's a weird. couple. Casey Chambers is one of those. Yeah. really good. Um, so, Shout but, out to my dad. Hey. He likes Casey uh, Chambers. Casey <laughs> Chambers is my dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... But, yeah, I just wonder if she, like, has a hard time and she doesn't know. I, I, I mean, I don't... I don't like it when people say someone doesn't care about their accent because that is usually an actor is trying hard. It's just okay, you have so many things to think about. No, that, them, that's incredibly difficult. But I, to me, it's like it's everybody else's responsibility to be like, hey, hey, you, you're slipping in and out. Focus. <laughs> Focus on that for the shot. Yeah. But like sometimes I wonder if it's such like, damn it, this was their best take and their accent slipped or they just can't hear it because they're so used to it. Yeah, it's really difficult because there's a lot of nuance to mm-hmm. it. Just when you're watching, you're like, that's weird. I told, Something's going on here. I told you about the time I was in London and I saw a play that took place in New York. Oh, no. Like turn of the century New York. Uh-huh. And, um, I mean, it really let you realize like where a New York accent comes from because it's so similar to an English accent. Uh-huh. But they were slipping in and out all the time. But I'm sure... The English people there couldn't hear it, and I ha, most of my students. I was there on a field trip, um, and most of my students couldn't hear it, but I could hear it every time. Oh I was yeah, like, but I mean, to me, it's like fascinating rather than like, oh, this is throwing me off. I'm just like, whoa. Uh-huh. Um, 
but it would be for like a whole sentence. Someone would just slip right into their English accent and then come back out. And, um, which is why I think, I don't know. There's a lot of times where someone that has an accent, every, every character, they, every American they play has like some strange, like almost New York accent. Oh yeah. Like I, it might be because that's the, that's this the, Amer- a, their American accent. Their bridge. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I, c- look, I, well, we all know you're great at accents, so. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, that was Russian, right? Yes. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I, I can't even imagine, like, mm-hmm. having to have a consistent accent and also, like, provoke feelings mm-hmm. in yourself. That's impossible. Yeah. Which is why uh, Charlie Hunnam is never good when he has to do an American accent. Yeah. I mean, it's not impossible. No, it's not. People do it's it just, all the time. It just depends on the accent. If it's something that you can slip in and out of, or like slip into easily, then you, it doesn't get in your way. Um, and if and if you like when you're playing the part, you you connect that accent to the character. You once you're in character, you, you can't say the lines without the accent. It's uh-huh. just on a movie set, it's so broken up. You know, it's so like yeah, it's so different. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I always think Daniel Day Lewis's American accent is weird. Mm. It's so like, I don't know. I just always set it. I don't know. Or like Kate Winslet's in The Mountain Between Us. Mm. I'd never noticed her accent before, but that one was a little rough. I'm still getting over the fact that when you said Kate Winslet in the last episode, I thought you meant you were talking about Kate Blanchett. (laughs) And I made the she's so hot joke. And it flew right past. Yeah. I felt really dumb, though. That's okay. But also, Um, how can there be two Kates whose names are so similar? Nobody knows. And their careers are so similar, too. Like, they're both like... I, I mean... They're both always in like very prestigious stuff. That is true, except for Thor Ragnarok. Well, <laughs> it was, was not good. nominated, but it was good. Yeah. Um, Chad, have you seen the trailer for Ocean's Eight, which is the yeah. the women Ocean's movie? Mm-hmm. That movie looks pretty rad. Yeah. Well, I love a good heist movie. Oh I yeah, love those movies and a wom- a, fe- a woman one, <laughs> a woman one, <laughs> one with them girls. Uh, a female version of the Oceans movie. I love it, and I love the cast. Yeah, the cast is like yeah. way too good for it's, the movie. Yeah, it's a lot of people that I really enjoy. So I'm like, oh, good. It's not. Uh, yeah, and it looks fun. Yeah, and it's all about them stealing a necklace from Anne Hathaway, which sounds yeah. hilarious. I love it. <laughs> oh, that's exciting. But yeah, okay. Let's see what's going on. Here's here's an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Best performance by an actor in a TV series, musical, or comedy. Mm. Um, Anthony Anderson for Blackish. Yeah. Aziz Ansari for Master of None. Mm-hmm. I know you love him. Um, Kevin Bacon for I Love Dick, which is on Amazon. Okay, yeah, I remember that coming out. I don't remember what it's about. Uh, it's about some lady who loves a guy named Dick. Mm. I thought it was about Richard Nixon. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway. <laughs> um, William H. Macy in Shameless. <sighs> and drum roll please mm-hmm. for Will and Grace Eric McCormick are you freaking kidding I me I am not it's that's, on the thing that's amazing our nemesis has been nominated that's for a golden amazing. globe is that his first ever no he probably got nominated every year when he was when it was in its height probably I has will look at won? his IMDB page yeah let's see how many he's won we'll see Eric McCormick <laughs> we'll see Eric McCormick is he our nemesis if we're so indifferent to him well, there's no one worse. I think we're his <laughs> nemesis. Okay. I don't think he's ours. Okay. Like, I don't spend a moment thinking about that guy. I only think about him when we're doing this podcast. <laughs> but Dad said, Dad like, sent me a text when he saw that he got nominated. He's yeah. like, hey, this, this is for your show. <laughs> it's amazing. 
I'm so glad I didn't do any research before. I'm so glad too. Be I wanted to reveal that to you. Yay! Oh, it's yeah. an early Christmas present. <laughs> so you know how when you click on an actor's page in IMDb and it's like one, two Oscars nominated for whatever. Yeah. This one just says nominated for six Golden Globes. Yep. So let's see. Never won. Nominated in 2018, 2004, 2003, mm-hmm. 2002, mm-hmm. 2000. Oh, they tried. Yep. 2001 and 2000. Mm-hmm. So he got nominated two years in. Yep. And then for the next five years and got none of them. Mm-hmm. He won something. Hold on. Not, oh, he People's lost a choice. He lost three primetime Emmys. Mm-hmm. He did win one. He won an Emmy? He won a primetime Emmy. Oh, that's the main Emmy. That's the main Emmy. Sorry. That's not the daytime Emmy. <laughs> I got confused. He won a second. daytime Emmy be- for the reruns of <laughs> Will and Grace. Maybe. No, he did win one. I feel like that should be a category. Best performance in a rerun. <laughs> Best performance in a syndicated show that no one's watching anymore. Yeah. So he does have an Emmy. Good for him. Mm. I want to look up who was his competition that year. Mm. Sean Hayes. No. He's supporting for some reason, even though he's He's not in, in every, the title. He's in every scene. But he's not in the title. He's in every scene because him and the other lady, Megan Mullally, became the stars of the show. And they were like, oops, what do we do here? <laughs> like with almost every sitcom though. That always happens. That's what happened with Friends. Friends started out as it was supposed to be uh Courtney Cox vehicle. And then they were like, whoops, she's she's vanilla and everybody else is amazing. <laughs> I like Courtney Cox. She's well, but watch her in the first couple seasons where they're like, we don't have a character for you. You're just like she was so, she's supposed okay. to be the middle of everything. Like the original title is with friends like these. Like it's supposed to be Courtney Cox's life and all the crazy people in it. If you and then it's very clearly is like or very early on. It's like we're just going to move away from that. Okay, I don't know about that because I do happen to know that the original title was Moonlight Cafe. Okay. And I think you're lying. Okay. But, okay, here was Eric McCormick's competition. Mm-hmm. He beat out Kelsey Grammer for Frasier. So, like, good for him, I guess. Do we like Kelsey Grammer? I feel like he has prestige now mm. that he may not have had then. Uh, No, he had lots of prestige. Oh, always. okay. Uh, he's, I don't know how I feel because I think he's kind of a big jerk in real life. Oh, yeah. So I, d- I never know how to feel about that. Okay. I can enjoy his performances, but he's, I mean, as with most successful people in Hollywood, r- a huge jerk and yeah. a drug addict. So Great. That's fun. Um, John Lithgow for Third Rock from the Sun. Love him. Yeah, he's great. Don't love that show, though. Don't love that show. Don't but, love that show. It's yeah, so, pretty obnoxious. Uh-huh. And for a while there, everybody's like, it's so great. But boy, was it over the top. Oh, yeah. And uh, Frankie Muniz on Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, boy. So, uh, yeah, Eric McCormick's biggest triumph is beating Frankie Muniz for an award. And then Ray Romano for Everybody Loves Raymond. Mm -hmm. So, like, decent competition Mm -hmm. for primetime Emmys in 2001. But I bet all those other people had won before. Oh, I'm sure they had. Yeah. Maybe even Frankie Muniz. No. How do you know? Because he's Frankie Muniz. Did you hear, like... There's been articles about him recently about how he has, like, memory loss and he can't remember shooting most of Malcolm in the Middle. Mm, that's sad. Yeah. That's very strange. Yeah. I haven't read that, but if that's true, it's sad. Because he was... That was a... Mm, it, he got famous too early. It, I mean, he at least he didn't, like, have a bunch of weird tragedy or, like, yeah. a tragic decline. But he was he was, like... He was cute, but he was kind of funny looking. 
And so as he grew up, he just stayed funny looking and yeah. stopped being cute. And that's Hollywood doesn't like that, especially when you're not. He just wasn't a great actor. So, yeah, like he he couldn't lean on mm-hmm. turning into prestige or something. I wonder because so, I know he's really into cars. I wonder if he had any like accidents where he hit his head or anything. I don't know. I'm I'm sure there was a reason that they said, but like I wasn't. I didn't mm-hmm. read super closely. Okay, well that's. What a bummer. Yeah. Anyway, Good sorry. Job, Brennan. Wow. And, and I think that's the end of our episode. Happy too. New Year. <laughs> yeah. Also, my microphone keeps just doing weird things. So I think it's fun. time to end. And also, okay. Eric McCormick. Nothing can beat us talking about yeah. Eric McCormick. And you have to pee? Golden Globe. No, I, I mean, I always do. Okay. I don't. Like, I'm sure I just, the audience has to pee. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, Lauren, if you're. No, she won't be listening to this driving home because she'll be. She's driving home like tonight when we're recording this. Oh, cool. So she'll listen to our Jack one. Yay. Um, but yeah, no, for me, I always need to pee. So it's kind of like I have a meter right okay. now. It's at like, I don't know, 25% mm-hmm. where it's like, I could go if I wanted to. So like, what is it at the moment after you finish going to the bathroom? Like you walk out and it's at a 10. Honestly, <laughs> sometimes like 15. <laughs> like when I go to bed, uh-huh. I go to the bathroom like five times in a row. Wow. Cause I gotta just get it all. <laughs> That's weird. It's it's frustrating because I can't sleep if I need you to pee. Get that I, checked need to out. I did. Uh-huh. I went to the doctor. I went to a urologist. I went yeah. to like all the things, and I was like, mm-hmm. I have to pee all the time. And they were like, okay, and <laughs> they were like, you might have diabetes, and they tested me for diabetes, and they were like, you don't have diabetes. Oh, that's weird. Goodbye. Mm. And I just drink a lot of water. That probably helps. That that's interesting because the diabetes would explain your eyesight stuff too. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe try that again. But yeah. Oh yay. Eh. Two bummers in a row. Thanks. This has been Frankie a really Bernie exciting. Says early onset am- uh Oh, damn! Damn it! I forgot the word. Amnesia? That's not what I meant. Alzheimer's? No, I don't know about that. Yeah, we're just Brennan you can't diagnose. This is, who else should we diagnose? <laughs> I don't know. My foot's been hurting. It's probably you don't have a foot. No. <laughs> it's probably never been a foot. Oh wow, that's weird. It's just a. It's a. It's a third hand. Yeah. It's weird. I always wondered why it was so easy for me to pick stuff up. <laughs> Are you good with your toes? I'm good with no, my toes. I'm not. I'm pretty prehensile monkey toes. I don't. I don't. When I have to, when I'm doing laundry and I have socks on the floor, I pick them up with my toes and I flip them into the laundry basket. Wow, what an insight into the world <laughs> of Brennan. I feel and like then that's you what go this episode is the bathroom. <laughs> yep, basically, <laughs> every sock one in, gotta go pee. Another one in, gotta go pee. You gotta take a break. Yeah. Although I feel like I've been better about like being able to sit through movies mm-hmm. and not like explode by the end. How did we not th- make this a best of episode, by the way? Like a best of the year? Well, I considered it, but what have you seen this year? <sighs> Nothing. Yeah, like not to not to put you on blast, but I was like, I don't know if you've seen like five things this year. <laughs> I've seen a lot of TV, but not a lot of movies. Yeah, and you know, just a, a bit of shameless promotion mm-hmm. on my blog, Popcorn Culture. I will be on December 31st releasing my massive list that I do every year mm-hmm. of my top 10 movies, music, uh, TV shows, mm-hmm. and a bunch of other little things like best actor and actress and a bunch of things. And all there's like, it takes me a long time. It takes me like mm-hmm. two months to make. And wow. it, it's always very fun. And I like it a lot. Yeah. Just check that out. Mm. Um, Greatest Showman will not be on the list, actually, of my top ten movies. That's disappointing. But I liked it a lot. Where will Eric McCormick end up? Best song? I <laughs> Best song? <laughs> Maybe he was in The Star. I don't know. I never mm. saw it. 
He's he's not the star of it. Maybe he plays the baby Jesus. Mm, I doubt it. The role he was born to play. I, I I feel like I have an Eric McCormick impression in me, but I'm afraid to do it because I've never tried to do it out loud. Uh, but that's just, never I'm, stopped me before. I know. I'm tempted to do it. Him Please. As the baby Jesus. Okay. Okay, wait. Let me get into the headspace <laughs> of Eric McCormick. Do you need me to do a good Karen across yeah, from you? Okay. I was going to the store the other day, and I was like, Donald Trump, topical. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was really bad. When, that's his thing. He goes real high-pitched and, yeah. and yells and like shakes his head and looks mad and spittle flies i hate to break it to you dave mm-hmm. but you're not that good at impressions you yeah. should leave it to me i should oh let's do some impressions to end the year okay okay some end of year impressions yeah uh like capturing the greatest moments of 2017 yeah 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 uh let me think um who's someone oh all the wrong names in the world you've done meryl streep on the podcast before right uh, yeah i yeah. have become meryl yeah, streep yeah, on yeah. the podcast before oh uh let's let's hear uh kate blanchett um, She's so hot. Hello, Thor Ragnarok. I am the villain. <laughs> all right, that was I good. have antlers sometimes, but not <laughs> all the time. Yes, yes. Okay, now Kate Winslet. Oh, actually, I need to get this airplane. I'm going <laughs> to fall in love with Idris Elba. Oh, okay. She overpronunciates everything. That's good. That's how Americans talk. Totally. Uh huh. Uh, I have a fiance. Let's hear Idris Elba since you mentioned him. Oh, bruv. I'm pretty good at uh at acting <laughs> in this one. <laughs> uh no, oh, we already heard Cher. That's disappointing. You can't do That was good though. Your Cher Thank was you. incredible. Um let's see. Uh who else have we mentioned? Oh, um <laughs> Alfred Archdark. <laughs> What's his name? Who? <laughs> Ansel Elgort? Thank you. He's like uh I should get some coffee for the drivers. <laughs> and my name is Barry. <laughs> he doesn't talk a lot in that movie. Yeah. But is he playing Batman in that movie? <laughs> yes, he is. Oh, okay. It's called Batman Baby. <laughs> Batman Baby Driver. Uh, oh, uh, Boss Baby. Oh, Let's no. hear an impression of Boss Baby. Okay. Um, Which is Alec Baldwin. Yeah, yes. I've I've heard. Um, I'm, uh, cookies are for closers. <laughs> I can't. I don't know if I can capture that one. I'm gonna admit it. Okay, I like that. That one is the one that you're like, nope, that's not it. <laughs> I'm gonna disown this. One. Everything else was spot on. <laughs> um, let me think. What else happened this year? Anything good? Um, no, no, it was terrible. Just, year. It was a terrible year. Oh, what an awful year. Oh, by the time people hear this, it won't be this year anymore. And what a good thing that'll be. I oh, hope. Yeah. Um, Except we thought that at the end of 2016. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, no, some good things happened in 20, whatever year it was, 2017. Yeah. Good things like Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Good things like... Uh, Boss Baby. Anything with baby in it. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I loved all the baby movies. Yeah. Um, Not to get too political, but we nominated uh, Doug Jones to the Alabama Senate, and I loved him in Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, he's and really good in all the Guillermo del Toro movies. Yeah, he's the he's the shape of water. He's the mm. creature in the shape of water. Yeah, he's also really good in uh, Hellboy. He also played the Bye Bye Man. <laughs> okay, there we go. Yeah. Um, I forgot that movie came out this year. That was like the first weekend of January this year, the Bye Bye Man. The Bye Bye Man. I don't know what that is. 
Uh, he's the Bye Bye Man. Okay. And you can't think his name or say his name, even though all you want to do after you hear his name is say it because it's hilarious. Right. Um, and he's like really pale and he wears a cloak and he has a CGI like demon dog that's okay. like gross. All of this makes sense. And Faye Dunaway is in the movie. Oh, perfect. And she meets and the kid. Spoiler alert, no more wire hangers. <laughs> no. She... Or I'm going to say bye-bye. Dave, you just shouldn't do impressions. Oh, like man. it's just not good or funny. Oh, Damn it. Um, no, but she's she. The kid goes to her and he's like, "How do I? How do I solve the bye bye man?" And she's like, "Take this gun, uh-huh. kill all your friends. Okay, perfect. And then kill yourself." And she just like hands him a gun. She just has it in her dress, I guess. And, and then that's the movie that she catches on fire. <laughs> what? But then, Brendan, you're dream. spoiling this whole movie for everyone. And then a train goes by. What? That movie was who's on the train? No one. Maybe a ghost. I don't know. It was really confusing. The bye bye man. He has all this stuff. He has an evil. McFarmix on it and he goes, "I'm on a train." (laughs) (laughs) He. I mean, he could have been. Maybe he was the conductor. Yeah. Choo choo. So the bye bye man. He has this dog. Uh huh. And he has an evil nightstand that has his name inside of it. And he also has like a coin that falls down whenever he shows up. This is another thing where it sounds like. You're reading Mad Libs. This is Mad Libs. <laughs> no, he dude. has a evil nightstand. nightstand. <laughs> yeah. I need an adjective and a noun. <laughs> yeah, there's just so many things that he has in the movie, and it makes no sense. Okay. And it makes people hallucinate. There was one hilarious scene, though, where, um, shoot, who's the who's the lady who's not Catherine Zeta-Jones? Mm, that is... <laughs> That is it. the best question <laughs> I've ever gotten. Um, Meryl Streep? No, not not her. Um, Kate who, Blanchett. No, Trinity from Matrix. Catherine Zeta-Jones. Carrie Ann Moss. That's who it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was in it. <laughs> what, what, what does that even mean? <laughs> How is that not Catherine Zeta-Jones? They have three names. <laughs> okay. Anyway. All right. Uh, oh, you nailed it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> no, I got there. Um, no, Whatever she happened to Carrie Ann Moss. She's in the Bye Bye Man. Oh. That's, that's what happened to went. her. Yeah. Wait, um, I just saw her. Was she on? She might have been on one of the Marvel shows, too. Maybe. She looks very different, though. Yeah. She, yeah. she looks like... A, a police woman who she plays in the Bye Bye Man mm-hmm. and this guy in the movie he has a hallucination that she winks at him mm-hmm. so he winks back at her and then she just like looks at him strangely and then his friends look at them strangely and it's the best scene it's just edited very quickly <laughs> and strange um, anyway go see The Greatest Showman mm-hmm. uh, you'll be inspired <sighs> by all of the hollowly inspirational plot um and there's CGI lions in the end. Well, how about that? Yep. Okay. It was good. Mm-hmm. Well, no, but I liked it. The music was good. I'm so conflicted about it because I feel like the performances were genuinely good and the plot slash movie was genuinely bad. Mm-hmm. But their performances are good enough and frequent enough that you can ignore the other stuff. Mm-hmm. I just want a super cut of all the things. And someone taught Zac Efron to sing. I don't know who did it. He's always been able to sing. Not in the first High School Musical. No, they just didn't have him sing. No, they had Drew Seeley dub him. Yes. And in the one scene where he's singing live, it's so bad. Okay. But he got good, and he's a good dancer. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't actually know that. But he's he and Zendaya have a 
musical duet on a trapeze mm-hmm. and it's so good yeah the metaphors are very uh obvious mm. but you know it's a musical they're obvious to you because you're a film major uh it's to literally other people metaphors are always mysterious are you sure mm-hmm. really yeah just to like the just like not average, to everyone average but Joe. to a lot of people yeah no, they're like, wow, it had meaning, and you're like, yeah. Yeah, it did, and I got it, the mm-hmm. end. Yeah. No, but, like, because uh, cause he's in love with her, mm-hmm. but she's, like, in love with him, but she knows they can't be together mm-hmm. because it's so the they 1800s. swing away from each other on the trapeze? No, it's wow. basically, it's actually kind of hilarious because he's trying to keep her grounded, and she keeps flying away on the trapeze. Right. Um, so yeah. they can't be together, so they... Yeah. Metaphor. Yeah. But then they trapeze together. It's oh, my God. Like, look, the metaphor is obvious, but it's so good. The choreography is so good. Is, and whoever is, they got to do trapeze for Zendaya is mm-hmm. good. Is trapeze a verb? I two, assume so. Two trapeze? What would it be? Trap? Mm-hmm. I've been trapping all day long. I don't know. Yeah. That's interesting. And Etymology. There's a hat in the movie Um, that's basically like the feather from Forrest Gump. Mm. It like travels around <laughs> through all the characters, mm-hmm. um, and they, is it the sisterhood of the traveling hat? hat? Yeah, basically, mm. it's like a it's like an Abraham Lincoln hat that he wears. Yeah, because that's what he was famous for. Oh, really? P. I know Barnum? nothing about P. T. Barnum except he yeah. was terrible. Yep. Yeah, but he wore like the uh, top coat and tails and the uh-huh. top hat or oh, whatever okay. that's called. Yeah. So, also, when I tweeted about the great, greatest showman multiple times this morning, because yep. you know how tweets- I read all of them. Did you? No. Oh, thank you. You yeah. made fun of me for my tweet the other day, and I, I take have. offense to that. That was good. I said I knew I was an adult because when I wear shorts, I wear a belt now. Mm-hmm. Um, That's not adult. That's not adulting. Adults keep their pants up, Dave. N- not shorts. My shorts don't fit, I guess. Yeah, that's what it means, is you bought shorts that are the wrong size. But I have owned them for years. How could they be the wrong size? Well, you lost some weight then. I guess so. Yeah. Congrats to me. Good job. Um, we just th- look. I know we tangent and yammer a lot, but the mm-hmm. last ten minutes have been very strange, and I yeah. think we should stop. What? Okay. No, no, it's fine. Um, I'll talk about Greatest Showman some more. So okay. there's the hat. Uh, please do. Um, the characters in the movie seem I'm barely to- tuning you out. That's fine. <laughs> they. S- the characters do seem to understand the symbolic importance of the hat. Can we talk about the mean things you've said to me so far? You said your impressions suck. My impressions suck. And uh, what movies have you? What have you even seen this year? No, that wasn't mean. You just haven't seen anything. It's just true. I haven't seen things in the theater. Yeah, exactly. But, but we didn't have to talk about movies. Why? See, that's the thing. That's is all this, I want to talk about. This is a freewheeling pop culture discussion. But yeah, we so only we talk about movies it with a list. <laughs> We can only talk about movies. Okay. Is top- and they have to be horror films or musicals. But it's freewheeling. Lady Bird. <laughs> we talked about TV just now. You didn't watch any of it. I watched so much of it. Okay, what would you nominate for Golden Glove for Best TV? For Best TV? The Office. <laughs> 2017, damn. Oh, damn it. Uh, I mean, let's see. Oh, you know... um. There's somebody that's there's a few people that are missing off the lists. Okay, so like this is actually good supporting actress or even lead. I don't know if, if in a comedy, whatever you think it is, it's the other one. Okay, that's how awards work, right? Um, I can never remember how to say her name. M- Wendy McClendon McClendon Covey. 
Is that it? Yeah, I'm from the Goldbergs. Uh-huh. She's amazing, okay, and she's great. probably never been recognized for an award. She's great, and she makes that show so much fun. Also, uh, the mom from Fresh Off the Boat is amazing. Constance Wu, I Constance love Wu. her. She's great, and the dad is great. And uh, yeah, Randall Park. Yeah, and uh, the the uh, honey, the neighbor, the the female neighbor they have, honey, is great. And I forget her name. Um, she's great. She's really funny. I've heard her on other stuff, and she's like very very funny and um isn't probably being used enough on that show but there's so much good stuff that doesn't get nominated so that the guy playing sheldon can um again did he get nominated not, this year not this year what eric mccormick took that slot oh my god that's amazing he because t- that's like m- one of my <laughs> least favorite things about television nominations being replaced by maybe my favorite thing about a television nomination <laughs> It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, but I like that's the kind of stuff that I'm that I would say is like there's a lot of there's a lot of oh, um all the character a lot of people from Last Man on Earth should be nominated. Oh, is that still on? Yes, and it's great. It's really good. It's okay. really funny and super bizarre. And Kristen Wiggs turn on it was like Okay, great. So crazy. Is a uh, um the Christian Shaw, is she still on it? Yes, and okay. she gets funnier every season. I love her. Yeah. Um, her character's cuckoo banana pants. And, I mean, um, oh God, I always want to call him Will Arnett, and that's not his name, and now I can't remember uh, Will Forte. Will Forte, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, he is great. It's weird and dumb, so it's not going to get nominated because it's not prestigious enough. Yeah, uh, like but Will that and Grace. Sh- that show is so... Over, I mean, it's so good. Um, okay, great. I I watched the first couple episodes and just kind of fell out of it because yeah. I don't know, whatever you know, reasons you stop watching TV. Yeah. It's like I had something There's else to do and I got there. distracted. There's too much out there. That's why I'm trying. I'm thinking of my Hulu queue right now. Oh, th- was the Good Place nominated for anything? I don't think so. But I've heard such good things about the second season. <sighs> my parents showed me the first episode because they binged it all, mm-hmm. and I really liked it. Have not watched anything else. Yeah, because. It's been busy. Yeah. But um No and, Ted Danson on that show is Okay. Awesome. Um and, and And Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell is great. Uh she's so funny. She's I, not quite do, this season doesn't feature her very much because oh. well, it's weird because it, it it's the the setup kind of ch- changed, I guess. Okay. And so now she's more of the like I guess she's like the Courtney Cox character where she's kind of in the middle trying to oh, okay. juggle all the other super crazy characters oh, that they've so developed. More boring for her. The kid that the guy that plays um oh, I forget what his actual name is in it, but his name he like he's the Buddhist monk and then you find out he's like a a like a cheesy DJ from Tampa oh. or something or Jacksonville. Spoiler. Yes. Well it's only a couple episodes in okay. but he's freaking hilarious like there's so many great performances happening and it's like eric mccormick let's throw him a bone yeah whatever well no <sighs> one ever said award shows were right they're just fun no. to talk about no um yeah no okay i'm glad we got to hear your things yeah. i have to make reparations for i actually feel like i hurt your feelings <laughs> now um for the record um i I'm just gonna... don't go to the movies very often no yeah oh um i think it's from a couple of years ago, but I just finished The Night Manager last night. Oh, who is in that? It's the who one. Is... It's um, Paul Rudd. And, no, not at all. <laughs> Paul uh, Reiser. It is. Oh, good. Good. Both names just left my head. Oh, I'm so sorry. So it's House, uh, Hugh oh, Laurie. Hugh Laurie, yeah. And um, 
And the guy that plays Loki. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's them playing opposite each other, and it's great. And and that one lady that's in everything all of a sudden, uh, the tall blonde, she was in Great Gatsby and oh, Guardians of the Galaxy Part 2. Yeah, Elizabeth Lunch. Debicki? Yes, she's yeah. in it. She's okay, great. cool. Um, yeah, that show is really good. But I think that's from like two years ago. That's fine. It's, no, a, I, it's a tough one to get into. It starts real slow. And then you can't breathe for the last like three episodes. Okay, yeah. it sounds cool. Yeah, those are uh, good, solid recommendations. Mm-hmm. I my faith in you is restored. Thank you. And if if you allow me to break character for a second, yeah, I was making fun of your impressions as a joke. I know because mine are so bad. I know I got it. Okay, I wasn't actually hurt. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> That's <laughs> the thing because I like to be sarcastic, yeah. but especially am I sometimes new? you take it too far, Brennan. I know. No, but like. I'm such a safe comedian. I try to avoid <laughs> offending anyone at all times. But also like it's a pretty never mind. <laughs> no, no. Like just like I try to read the room. Yeah. But literally like I'll be sarcastic about at work at my new job. Oh no. And people just don't get it. Yeah. It's just not working for them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Okay, I got to like really think about how this mm-hmm. is going." Like I'll say something sarcastic and I'll just be like, no, that's not how that goes. I'm like, oh, but it was a joke, though. Yeah, but that was a uh, kidding. That's what has the that was the as soon she stayed yeah. Us. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like when I made when I make jokes like mixing up actors, like oh, you know, Kate Winslet from uh, SNL. I don't know because <laughs> of Kate McKinnon. I don't know. That was a bad yeah, one. That was a bad one. But like, wait, did Kate McKinnon get nominated for anything? I don't think so. I don't think anyone in SNL Shame. did. Shame. Um, I know. But yeah, so like I do jokes like that all the time, mm-hmm. like intentionally confusing people. I yeah. do it to my dad all the time. Oh yeah, and it's hilarious. I just think it's funny. Yeah, um, because it's to just, make yourself the joke. Yeah, to like, yeah, that's that's how I choose to do things too. I don't think people always get it though. Like, no, oh, that guy's not very smart. Yeah, <laughs> see, that's the thing. I don't want them to think I'm an idiot. <laughs> um, yeah, and also sometimes I do it to poke fun at someone gently. Mm-hmm. Where it's like if they're not understanding something, I'll push it one step further mm-hmm. to make it more confusing. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's mostly to make me the joke. You are right. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we. Sh- I I'm hungry now, and I have to <laughs> pee. I'm at like seventy percent now. Yeah, is getting is getting there. Yeah. What time is it? Oh, it's okay. three twenty. All right, we did it. Yay! Okay. Um, oh, I got to do our credits. I always forget about Happy that. Happy New Year, everybody! Yeah. Let's hope 2018 goes better than 2017. Yeah. Are you looking forward to? I'm gonna do the credits. Then we're gonna talk about the movies or p- cultures we're looking forward to okay. in 2017. Because we're, we're not a movie show, mm-hmm. Dave. <laughs> Why would you say that? I only talk about movies, though. Okay. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Cast Party Pod. You can find me on Twitter at It's Raining Brands. And are you still on Twitter? Because I know you were yeah. off, but you're back now. Yeah. I. I I just uh, took a lot of people off of my feed because nice. they were bumming me out. Okay, that's fair. Um, should I tell them my Twitter is? Yeah, isn't it collaborative teacher? Uh, I mean, my handle is at Doc Bloom. I think. Oh, I get confused. Yeah, I changed the what. name. That's a that's a very sports inside joke. The collaborative teacher thing. Oh yeah, because that never made sense to me. <laughs> I'll explain it. Jack's, Jack's favorite player, Stepfan Curry. Uh-huh. Yeah. He got called over the summer, like between the seasons. Someone called him like a collaborative talent. He's not a superstar. He's a collaborative oh. talent. And it was like, what? He's like the one of the greatest players of all time. And okay. people are like, it's just because he has other good players on oh, his team. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, you so can that's email us. a collaborative teacher. 
You can email us if you got that joke and you think I'm a moron. You yep. can email us at castpartypod at gmail.com. Eric McCormick, if you do get a Golden Globe, uh, mm-hmm. you can email us that Golden Globe at, you know, take a picture or something. Um, Just send us the Golden Globe. Yeah, please do. Um, we'll Look, email us and we'll send you our mailing address. I feel like Bren's impressions deserve more of a Golden Globe than Eric McCormick. But I deserve a Golden Globe. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good Eric McCormick. Thank you. Um, and our theme song is Good Day by Tally Hall off the album Marvin's Marvelous Mechanical Museum. Say that as Eric McCormick. <gasps> Marvin's Marvelous Mechanical Museum. <laughs> that was so good. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, is there anything you're looking forward to in 2018, pop culture-wise? Mm. I mean, like, there's a couple movies, Marvel movies. I, see, that's where my whole universe is because of Jack. Uh-huh. I just end up thinking like, ooh, Marvel movies. Yeah, Avengers Those Infinity movies. War. Yeah, and, and Black Panther we talked about. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. Um, I'm sure there's other movies I'm excited about I haven't thought about. What just happened? A small child just walked like into the bushes but then walked away. Oh, he was, it's probably, he was probably looking for Jack. Oh, okay. Let's see. Is it Lucas? They have long hair a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, he's Jack's buddy. Oh, he might have been coming to give him a gift. Oh, that's sweet. Okay, I was just like, "Who's this child staring <laughs> yeah. through the window at me?" Yeah, it's his buddy. Oh, yeah. Hi, Jack. <laughs> um, so Infinity War. Yeah, there no, there's thing? probably other things. Um, see, I'm trying to think. Is there any? Like, I looking forward to some of those shows coming back. Oh, another show, Superstore. I love oh, Superstore. I've heard that's great. It's really funny. It's really funny. Yes. Yes. Cool. I recommend. Um, um I'm trying to think. Any like touchstone moments oh, man it's, i'm just drawing a blank right now i'm sure okay. there's a bunch of stuff go ahead you i'll say run some through stuff and then I'll there's think. like three movies i'm really excited for okay um obviously mama mia 2 right um there's a blumhouse can you call it by the real name please mama mia here we go again thank you yeah uh, get the title right you're right i'm so sorry oh my god that's the worst title ever i know and it's... the best simultaneously yes it's so good um, I'm also excited for like genuinely there there's a Blumhouse horror movie coming out called A Quiet Place. It okay. stars John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Oh. Which I think they must have had so much fun working together, mm. first of all. Or they're gonna about to get divorced. Maybe. That does that happen. happen a lot. Well Angelina Jolie directed her sad divorce movie. Oh, that's so weird. So that's weird. But man, I hope they don't. I like them both so much. Yeah. I like them both so much. <laughs> but um the Aaron McCormick, get out of here. Say that um, say to share. I like the. <laughs> oh wait, I I lost it. That was uh, that was share. I like the like both so much. If I could turn back, never mind. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's about this family who lives. I was trying to sing "If You Believe in Life After Love" by saying it. Turn back time after <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, that's what I did. I was doing two songs at once. Not many people can do that when they do a share impression. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really impressive. Yeah, <laughs> I like um, to share my talents with the world. Mm, okay, so. Yeah. <laughs> So Moving we learned on. things today, guys. Anyway, we did. Yeah, 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 yeah. So A Quiet Place is about this family. It's uh, Emily Blunt and John Krasinski have two kids. Mm-hmm. And it's this like weird cabin in the middle of the woods situation where like no one's around. Mm-hmm. And they have to be so quiet. They can't mm-hmm. make a single noise. And they play Monopoly and they have to roll the dice onto this cloth so it doesn't make any noise. Because mm-hmm. if they make noise, like there's monsters or something outside that'll mm-hmm. come to like try to kill them. Mm-hmm. It is not clear what it is that's trying to kill them. Right. Whether it's people or monsters or ghosts or whatever, but it's, it seems like it could be really interesting mm-hmm. and really like small and quiet and do some really cool things. Okay. And Fifty Shades Freed. Oh, that's right. I'm so 
excited because the first Fifty Shades movie mm-hmm. was really bad and boring. Oh. Um, the second one was really bad and boring. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I'm just hoping that <laughs> yeah. this time they figured it out. Yeah. Fool me once. <laughs> Fool me three times. Okay. Um, but yeah, the second one I feel like committed much more to being like just a trashy, silly, soapy mm-hmm. movie, and it was yeah. so much more fun. And mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that one. Okay. I actually bought it on Black Friday because it was like five bucks at Target. Um. There's this, there's a, there's a scene where she draws a lipstick fence around his abs. I, I feel like I've talked about this. You did um, in great detail. I'll bring it over. We'll no. we'll do a whole episode on it. Oh boy, um, <laughs> that's uncomfortable. Oh yeah, I guess that is. Um, <laughs> but Fifty Shades Freed, I feel like has totally thrown all the shackles away mm-hmm. of pretending to be like anyone cared about this movie at all. Mm-hmm. Um, the in the trailer. Mm-hmm. There is a car chase. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that comes from. The tagline is okay. This is PG thirteen, mm-hmm. so I apologize. But the tagline is, "This is the last movie, so it's don't miss the climax." Wow. Which like they know it's a joke. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited yeah. for what's happening. For uh, for those of you that are listening, we're talking about the uh, the traditional arc of a story. So it goes yes. exposition, conflict, rising action, climax, falling uh-huh. action, resolution. That's yes. the kind. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, it's a literary joke. Yeah, literary because pun. the their story climaxes with them uh, getting in a car chase. I guess. Yeah. How about it? There was a helicopter crash in the new one. Never mind. Don't miss the, the greatest fa- showman. Don't miss the falling action. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's good. That was for all my English teachers out there. That was good. It's a really good one. That's good. You're a real collaborative I podcaster. A, I am. Ooh, that should be my new name. Collaborative podcaster. Maybe it should be. Um, but yeah, that happened. Greatest showman part two. Maybe it's a prequel about... Um, yeah, that would be cool if there was already a sequel in the works. Yeah, just a world before circuses, and it's just Ooh. a bunch of really sad songs. Or it's like the tale of the modern circus, and it's even more depressing. Ooh, yeah. Where, like, nobody wants to go. And yeah. The people fir- are protesting them. The first trivia on IMDb of The Greatest Showman is uh, Barnum and Bailey closed down this year because of protests and nobody went. Yeah. Womp womp. Yeah. Also, apparently, according to The Greatest Showman, the circus is everybody who works for the circus standing in the big ring and singing a song. <laughs> yeah. Is that not what the circus is? I think or it's is the cir- that, that's that's what the, the circus, circus is. Okay. Sing-alongs. Yeah. It, it, just everyone, all at once. What's so funny is I remember I went to the circus a few times, and the only thing that stands out to me is there was a thing where they like rode motorcycles in a cage that was like circular, oh, so they'd go yeah. upside down. And that doesn't feel like a circus. That's just like a motorcycle show. Yeah. But they were like, let's capture the modern audience. Uh-huh. Motorcycles. People like loud noises. That's weird. Yeah. Um, and one more thing about the greatest oh, show God. is there is an opera performance mm-hmm. um, that is just a pop song. And I was very confused by that. I was like, I know we're genre bending here by doing mm-hmm. like modern pop musical in the 1800s. Okay. But you literally, you bill her as an opera singer. And then she's like singing this really generic like Hillary Duff esque song almost. Not even like opera style, just there's not even a part where she goes, Oh, 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 oh like all okay. operas do. That was so good, Brennan. Thank you. Um so I'm good. thinking of uh starting a second career as an opera singer. You know what? I've been saying for years that we can't do Phantom of the Opera at our high school, but I found my Christine. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um 
Oh my god. Oh stop. Don't give it all away for free, Renan. <laughs> um Oh no, boy. that's just this is a little taste. You gotta come to the show. Yep. Um But yeah, so it's just like a really generic song that in no way tried to be opera. And then they're like, that was so good. We have to go on tour. And then like all um, like concert shows in mm-hmm. musicals, she only tours with that one song and then she leaves the stage and everybody claps. And it's like, why do people pay for this? Because movies, man. Yeah. That's my favorite movie trope, I think, mm-hmm. is that concerts are usually one song and then it's over. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everybody applauds and they're like, I did it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. It is one that it's like you, that's really got to suspend your disbelief there because they're not gonna show you the whole concert because no, it'd be incredibly that makes, boring. But you could cut to later. Yeah, like after the concert, I feel like that would be rough doing it, figuring out a way to cut it so that it doesn't look like you're like, and then it's over. But yeah, I guess so. Like you want a whole like arc of how the concert went. I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah, like it makes. I know why they do it. Yeah. But when you think about it, it's really weird. Yeah. It's re- well, it's a lot of those things that we just accept in movies. Yeah. Like they're smoothing over the mm-hmm. narrative process. Yes. Like how nobody poops. Nobody poops. Because nobody wants to watch that. Uh, they only poop if they're having like, if they have IBS and they eat Indian food. Yeah. If it's, if it's hilarious. And then a marmot walks in or whatever it is. What? Along came Polly. Oh. I've never actually seen that. Uh, is Jennifer Aniston in that? Mm-hmm. It's Jennifer Aniston and Ben Stiller. Is that a fake? There's something about Mary. N- I no, because it's it's just one of those ones where he's like, and like the character's super cautious. He even doesn't eat spicy food because he has oh. IBS, and then he goes out and she like makes him do all these wild oh, things. Oh yeah, right. And then so she gives him Indian food or something, which yeah. is like, like I that's a thing in movies is like, oh, we need someone to get sick. Have them have Indian food. And I'm like, that's so messed up. Like, I know that I know people that are like, I don't want Indian food because it makes you sick. I'm like, it doesn't. It's just got some spice. It's not. And a lot of it isn't that spicy. And that's why I will never eat clams. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. But also clams. Clams are delicious. Are they? Are oysters? O- oysters can't be good, right? Oysters are to me, it's like an excuse to uh, shove a bunch of like um, horseradish and other flavors into my mouth. And oh, then okay. I, and then there's an oyster there too. But oh, okay. I'm like, I'm paying a lot of money to not taste this oyster. Uh-huh. Like I don't chew it. It just, and I'm like, what am uh, I doing? And there's no flavor. And then like you watch, you know, Anthony Bourdain and he's eating oysters out of the sea and he's like, mm, so he's giving it all these so descriptors salty. and I'm like, oh, I don't know what an oyster tastes like. <laughs> I should just be like, can I have some horseradish and some cocktail sauce? Thank you. Just on a spoon. <laughs> yeah. And just like, mm. or like, yeah, put it on the spoon and pretend it's an oyster and like shoot it down my throat. Like, like I think do. that would really capture the experience better. Yeah. Okay. We got to do the end of this yeah, show. Because you got to eat and pee. I have to do all the things. <laughs> pee and then eat. And then I have to drive to LA later. Oh, what? I know. What's happening? This is fun. All right. Well, happy new year, everybody. Thank you. Don't poop your pants, I guess. You said oh. the thing. We switched. Yeah. We switched bodies. Except there was a thing I was going to say, and oh, I messed it up. I don't remember. Thank you for listening. See it you in two It was something you said right a bit at the beginning of the episode, and I was like, I'm, like, I'm going to do a callback. It's gone. If I could believe in love, <laughs> I could hey, make man. you time. In, in 2018, don't poop your pants. Don't poop your diaper. Your de diaper. Don't eat Indian food. That's what I was going to say. Don't poop your de diaper. <laughs> don't <laughs> eat your de diaper. Or don't eat your de diaper. <laughs>
<laughs> Don't okay. poop your diaper. I, I found it. I found the callback. Beautiful. It's okay. Okay. We did it. Okay. We did it. Woo. All right. Bye. You're over. <laughs> this episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. It's podcasts for the weird at heart. Okay. Hi, I'm Brennan. And I'm Sergio. And we're the co-hosts of Scream 101. Which is? Your premier podcast for horror movie reviews. Tell me more. Every month, we watch four horror movies based around a certain theme. Like vampires, aquatic horror, 70s proto-slashers. Just different genres. Okay. I'm a huge horror nerd. He is. Sergio is not so much. Everything you tell me goes in one ear and out the other. But he's a very nice young man, and he's willing to come along this journey with me. And we can give you our two different perspectives and hopefully a couple laughs along the way. That's the dream or the plan. Come with us on this journey of joy. (laughs) On this never-ending tale. On this season of Scream 101. Find us on podpeople.me.